If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast, Just Me Today. So sometimes I'm really organized and I record podcasts weeks in advance. Most of the time with guests, they're recorded pretty far in advance. And other times were a few days before launching an episode and I haven't even recorded yet, nor come up with a topic. And so I'm recording this on this last Thursday. And if you guys know on Instagram on Thursdays, I do Q&As. This last, or today as I'm recording, I got probably one of my favorite questions I've ever gotten in a Q&A and... That gave me the inspiration for this podcast episode. So I always tell people, like, always submit your questions. Even if I can't answer them all, I get, like, hundreds. But I love being able to do episodes and create content around things that you guys are are actually going through and concerned about. So today's episode is all about what is the purpose of heartbreak? And, you know, I will say this is this whole episode, I mean, this whole podcast is really just my opinion on things. So I I don't know what the exact purpose of heartbreak is, but what I want to share with you is what I think the purpose of heartbreak is. And because I'm someone that through a series of my own events has really dedicated my life to helping people who are going through heartbreak. I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on on what that is, what the purpose of it is, why it's not just doom and gloom like it can feel. So that's what I'm going to talk about in this episode today is what I think the purpose of heartbreak is. I do want to put just a little disclaimer on this. There's I spent so much of my life in this realm of like toxic positivity where I would bypass my feelings because I would jump to what's the silver lining? 
what do I have to be grateful for? How is this going to work out? Like what, you know, just trying to find the positives and everything, which is not a bad habit, but if you're not actually feeling your feelings, it can be a bad thing. So I just want to make sure that you guys know that what I talk about in this episode is in addition to all of the feeling uh, feeling of your feelings that you're already going through. So I, I don't advocate jumping straight from heartbreak to jumping in to find the blessing in disguise and the purpose in everything. I think it's important to sit in sadness. I think it's important to feel anger, all of the things that that I already talk about on on this show. So with that being said, let's jump into the purpose of of heartbreak in in Kendra's opinion. So as you guys know, I had like a really ro- I had a really rocky few years, probably f- starting at about 15 going up until 21. So I had, I had a really really awful 6 years. A lot of it was of my own making. You guys know I struggled with alcoholism. So I I got myself into a lot of really bad situations. Um and I I always heard my mom talk about this concept of blessing in disguise and I'd say that's like my mom's motto in life. So she, I would always hear her her talk about it. And when I was let's see 17, when I was 17, I had a really bad incident with drinking that landed me in the ICU of a hospital, like strapped down to the bed, hooked up to every single cord imaginable. Just a really close call for me. And I woke up in the hospital having no idea what happened. And uh, you know, I was I was told what happened and I was just so full of I was so full of shame when I woke up that day. I had a panic attack and I I felt yeah I just felt so I felt so ashamed that I couldn't control my actions that I was causing all this harm and causing all this pain and my mom was sitting next to me and and I kept saying like I'm a bad person that's what I kept saying I said I'm a bad person and she said no you're you're not a bad person she said you're you know you're a great person who's just you know has done some bad things and there's a really big difference of that and that's she and that's when she said like Kendra I can I can guarantee you that at one point we're going to look back on this and and see all this whole experience as as a blessing in disguise and I I wish I could say I got sober right after that incident in the hospital, but that that was not true, you know. And I had to I made you know I had a few few more hospital trips left in me. I had a lot more damage left in me. But the thing is, I can I can look back now at at those six years and completely see how they've they've altered my life and how they have made me into the person that I am today. And the fact that I've I've been able to help so many other people in their sobriety and I've been able to support so many people in their journeys of getting sober 
And I've got, I've been able to listen to other women's stories who, you know, ended up in hospitals, caused a lot of damage. And I can look them in the eye and say, like, I've been there. You know, you're, again, you're not a bad person. And I can tell them, like, someday this is all going to make sense. So the fact that I've been able to use those experiences and even, you know, when I was in my abusive relationship, that that phrase kept coming back to me of like blessing in disguise, especially when I was getting out of that relationship and having Breakup Bestie as a platform now where I'm able to educate other people on what does a narcissistic relationship look like? What does emotional and verbal abuse look like? I've been able to, you know, turn that experience around and help help others once again. So the the overarching theme of of this episode is I think the purpose of heartbreak comes in the fact that it it is a blessing in disguise. And you can roll your eyes at that all you want. Trust me, like I I have at so many points in my life, like there's no way this is a blessing in disguise. So you can roll your eyes, you can, you know, poo-poo the idea. But what I'm telling you is I I have yet to really see something that hasn't turned out to be a blessing in disguise. So sure, you could be the exception. It's pretty unlikely. So just that's going to be the overarching theme of all of this. And next I want to get into why I think it's a blessing in disguise. So I think sometimes, you know, if you were to ask someone who's in the midst of a breakup, what's the purpose of heartbreak? They would probably say the point of heartbreak is is suffering, is is to suffer. There can't be other any other point outside of that than just like the immense amount of pain that we feel. And what I think the distinction is, is yes, heartbreak causes a lot of suffering. It causes a lot of pain. But the point is not the suffering. The point is what is going to come out of that suffering. What is what is the suffering going to push you to do as, as an individual, as someone who is in a lot of pain? And the reason that's so important or is so crucial is because as much as I like to think we are just motivated humans who like to reach goals and like to feel good, I, I, I hate to say it, but like the number one thing humans are motivated by is, is pain. And I can look back on this in, in my life and see like, man, when I first got sober, I was, I don't think I've ever been in more pain than I was in. And wow, did I like jump into action really, really fast. And I can see it in my life today. I, I'm someone who is such a believer in journaling and, you know, talking to my mentors and getting support, you know, in my sobriety. And I've always been a really motivated person. But the fact of the matter is when my life is going really well, that is when I drop off from doing things. That is when I stop journaling. That's when I, you know, don't really feel like I have to do a gratitude list because why would I even need to think about what I'm grateful for? My life is 
is going well, I, you know, I'm more likely to cancel my therapy appointments when my life is is going well. So when things are going well, I'm I'm not super motivated to change anything because because why would I? What why what's the what's the phrase? Um if it ain't broke don't fix it kind of thing. That's I think that's how a lot of us are. And but when something as big as a breakup comes and completely rocks our world, we're real motivated to do whatever we have to do. And the reason I started Breakup Bestie was because I was so hungry for advice and information when I went through a breakup six years ago that I I collected everything. If someone said, oh yeah, I when I was going through my divorce, I read this book, immediately ordered Amazon, read the book. Someone said, why don't you try writing a letter to your younger self, got home, took out my journal, immediately wrote down all that stuff. So there's just, there's been very few times in my life where I have had that kind of motivation and it would be cool if we could somehow channel that in everyday life, but we, we can't. So I want you to see your pain right now as a huge motivator to to do things differently. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. I also, and this is something that I've just been thinking about a lot lately, is breakups. Breakups give you guts. Oh my gosh. Like I, you know, I had wanted to go out of the country, go to Europe, 
for my whole life. And it, I, you know, in 2014, I went through a breakup. And you know what I did? I, I took the steps and I booked the trip to Europe because I had motivation. I had a lot of guts and I was ready to just do whatever. So I have seen people who have been in jobs they hated for the last 10 years. They said, you know what? I'm already in pain. I don't want to have to go to a job that I hate and that's sucking the life out of me. So that's the impetus that allowed them to change careers and go into something that they really enjoyed. You know, I've gotten messages from people who have, you know, flown to other countries to do like service trips during breakups. You hear people of complete, like, I've always wanted to chop my hair off. And so after the breakup, I thought, F it. Why not? We have like an effort attitude when it comes to breakups. And yes, that I'm sure that attitude can be used in negative ways, but it can be used in so many positive ways. So like you have this energy in you right now and it's not like a fun energy, but ju- but do what you can to to channel it in a way that allows you to try new things, allows you to make changes. And and when I when it comes to like what good things come out of breakups, I have gotten thousands of messages from people who are are over the hump of their breakup and they'll they'll share with me what what good has come out of it. And the list is endless and it's different for every person. But it's a matter of like, like a lot of people have, you know, like I just said, they've taken that energy that they had and they have channeled it into, you know, for example, like someone might take that energy and finally get the push to go to therapy. And in that therapy, they're able to start talking about childhood trauma that they've never talked about their entire life. And would they ever have talked about it had it not been for the breakup? Maybe not. Um, I've heard from so many people that have discovered they have codependent tendencies after a breakup. And that's you know, it might not be something that has ruined their life, but it's 100% something that stood in the way of really healthy and happy relationships for them. I think if anything, like just getting the push to go to therapy, I started going to therapy regularly after my breakup. I had been in and out, mainly, you know, my parents pushing me to go to therapy when I was in my teens. And I still go. I mean, I've, you know, I've been in a relationship for a long period of time now and I still go to therapy once a week. It is, oh my gosh, it's such, it's such an important tool to have. And I know it's like scary and it's weird at first, but take that pain and like use that as the push to seek out help with a counselor. Um, it, you know, it could be the getting the push to like change your appearance in a way that you've always wanted to do. Go for a trip you've always wanted to go on. I think another thing is like picking up new habits. I have become more of a reader when I'm going through breakups, and that's a habit that has stuck with me. Uh, hiking, going on walks with friends. So there's just there's there's an opportunity. Like again, chan- I'll say it again: channel this energy 
to try something new that you've always wanted to try or pick up a habit that you've known maybe you've always wanted to. Like I think exercise is such a good one because it it provides this great release. I actually picked up kickboxing during the breakup because it was a great way for me to channel my anger and get all my anxiety out. And it's something that I still really enjoy doing. And then I think the last thing is like I've really – I've developed some really, really deep, meaningful, beautiful friendships during breakups because I lost such a significant figure who played so many roles in my life. I was forced to turn to other people to get that. I've never been a great person asking for help, but when you're brought to your knees, you have to ask for help. So I – you know, made a lot of new friends. I deepened a lot of connections. So again, there's just – I could go on for so long and read to you so many messages of of things that have come out of breakups. And I, you know, plan on in the next few days doing something on my stories just so people can submit, like, what are some good things that have come out of a breakup for you? So – That's what I believe the point of heartbreak is. I believe it's what comes after. I will say, I do think it takes a little bit of legwork. I don't, I just, I don't think things just can, I think things always will work out. I think no matter what, like you'll get over your breakup, but if you were to just put in a little bit of time, a little bit of legwork, you know, maybe do stuff you don't necessarily feel like doing, that's when you're going to reap some serious rewards um, from from going through this. And I do think there's a certain perspective that's required to be able to see it this way. If you go through your entire breakup just saying like, why me? Why is this happening to me? I'm never going to feel better. All I'm doing is suffering life sucks. Sure, have as many moments of those as you as you want, but just try to come back to the fact of I may not believe it now, but I trust that at some point I will see things differently. So I think if someone when someone asks me like what's my ultimate goal with breakup bestie my goal is always to get people to see breakups as a blessing in disguise if you look on my instagram that's in my bio like i want you i want to help you see your breakup as a blessing and that's that's why i think i have a unique approach with with breakups i'm not just trying to like give you strategies on you know how to get back into a new relationship my goal is to have you see this as a meaningful time and have you see this as as an opportunity for growth. So there is my two cents on that topic. Uh, I will see you guys back here next week with a, another expert episode with my friend Gabby, who is a healer, and I'm very excited for you to hear that episode. So catch me on Instagram until then. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. 
And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.